Welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and this is the show where we give you the tools to help you bring the vision you have for your life into reality. Today's episode is all about this new moon and Leo, and even beyond that, really courageously following our creative inspiration and the happiness and the heart fulfillment that really comes from that as a part of our soul's mission. So whether you're listening to this in preparation for that new moon in Leo um, in August 2023, or you just found this and, you know, the title of Courageously Following Your Creative Inspiration um, is calling you, uh, this message is for you. And I think it is a timeless message uh, for all of us because our soul came here. And I really believe that part of why we incarnated during this lifetime and to experience being human was to have self-expression and was to allow our souls to express in all the unique ways they came here to express. Um, And these astrological events that happen in our lifetimes, um, whether it's a new moon, whether it's the Venus retrograde, whether it's the node switching, All these different uh, astrological events that happen, I believe, are really helping our soul get on the path. They're assisting us. They're energies that are supporting us as we go through our own evolutionary journey. And so this new moon in Leo, I think, is really coming at a time. It's coming at a time where we've been in Venus retrograde. The nodes have shifted. And now we're really ready for the renaissance. We're ready for the creative rebirth. We're ready to really follow what's been on our heart and um, creatively express ourselves in that way. And Leo, um, Leo is all about heart-centered courage, right? It's the lion like roaring, but it's roaring to protect that, which is, you know, close to its heart, right? When we see like uh, a lion roaring to protect its cub, when we imagine that power and that majesty of the lion moving forward, right? Courageously moving forward, the grace and the ease that is in a lion's body as it is, you know, moving towards prey or protecting um, its family. It, 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 resonates with the part of us that also feels like it has that powerful hunger, that powerful heart-centered drive, right, about what really matters. And so this Venus retrograde has really kind of put in perspective or given us some reflection on what really matters in our life. Um, And Venus is what we value, what we find worthy in ourselves, in the world, in others. Um, it's, It's not only what we find beautiful, but also you know, it can be about money too. It's it, it's really about what we value when we think about Venus um, and exploring like what is beautiful to us, what is valuable to us, what, you know, how do we want to experience that Venus energy in our life? And then we have this new moon in Leo, which is, you know, all new moons are fresh starts, new beginnings, um, times for us to really like plant a seed to start that momentum on a project right 
And Leo, again, like is this sign of, of just like heart-centered courage of creativity, um, I think of with Leo. And when we think about courage, it's it's moving forward even though we're fearful, right? Even though we're scared, that is what makes us courageous. It's not that we're fearless, right? Courage is also about having the fear and doing it anyway. And I think when we think about our creative and artistic pursuits, um, that's something that we're always going to dance with. We're always going to dance with the resistance. We're always going to dance with imposter syndrome. We're always going to dance with, is this, you know, are other people going to find this worthy? Are other people going to find this valuable? Is this, you know, important to other people? And I think this new moon comes at a time to really give us that message of it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if anyone else thinks it's important. It doesn't matter if anyone else sees it as beautiful or valuable. What is important to your heart, what's important to your soul's journey is this need to express, to allow that which is within you to come forth, right? Um, there's that quote, I don't know what it's from, but it's coming through right now. You know, if we don't allow what's within us to come forth, often it, it is exactly the same thing that makes us sick, right? Or makes us sad or, you know, leads us into depression and anxiety. And so in a time when so much of us, I think coming out the past few years are more connected to our mental health, more connected to what makes us happy, not just uh, not just about like the big manifestations we want to come into our life, but what makes us happy every single day. I think this Leo new moon, you know, with the Venus retrograde and everything that's been going on. And we also just had the nose node switch. So we have, you know, Aries and Libra kind of coming into place in this dynamic of the self versus the partnership or the self versus others, right? And really honoring that to to take care of others, we must first take care of ourselves. It's that like put your own oxygen mask on energy. And now we can think about this, this, you know, Leo new moon energy as romance and passion and love. And if that's something that resonates with you right now, then definitely this is like, I think a great time, uh, especially with the Venus retrograde too, to create those rituals in your life that connect you with that romance and that passion and love. If you're single, this is definitely a time to, I would say, do a ritual, get really clear on what you want to call in and as like how you want to feel that love and that passion and that partnership. And Leo is like king energy, I would say, or queen energy. It's royal energy. So really feeling that you hear that when you're calling in a partner, like calling a king, calling a queen, calling someone that is sovereign, someone that is in their power, someone that is connected to their heart um, and moving forward despite having whatever fears they might have. So it's a beautiful new moon also for those romantic intentions. For me, um, and maybe that's just because I'm already partnered up and married um, or where I'm at in my evolution, but I'm really feeling this, this new moon as a creative rebirth, as a time for us to really start taking that first step on creative projects that we've been 
waiting on that we've been kind of like been circling in our minds and in our hearts and are just maybe we're experiencing resistance, maybe we're experiencing fear, maybe we've got excuses going on. Um, but this Leo new moon is here to remind us like just start, just start. And I think one of the things that has been coming through for me that I think a lot of us as a collective are moving through, especially since, you know, the past few years, everything we've all been through um, as a collective is the importance of that rebirth of creativity, is that importance of, and also reclaiming creativity as heart nourishment. I think there has been a epidemic of creation for the sake of financial gain. And there is a different energy, a different vibration when it is creation for the sake of self-expression. And I'm, and I would venture to say in my own experience, in my experience with working with clients, when creativity is in the sake of soul expression, the financial abundance flows organically from it. When creativity is in the sake of financial gain, I find there's a lot more resistance to it because it's not authentic creativity a lot of the times. When we are putting pressure on our creative juices, like you imagine like if, you know, when Picasso was painting or Van Gogh was painting, they said, uh, can you uh, paint, uh, paint something that's going to be worth $20 million one day? Like it, how does that not stifle your creative juices? And oftentimes I think the best creators, the best artists, whether they're writers or artists or poets or, you know, ceramic makers or recipe makers, cooks, whatever, right? All these different ways we can express our creativity. I think the best ones just create what they feel called to. And they don't worry about what do we've we've give, been given this kind of backwards programming i think in the marketing world right that works in certain spheres but is not it's not pure and honoring to our creative flow when we're starting to think like what does everybody want from me what do they want from me oh well maybe everybody wants from you avocado toast recipes or everybody wants from you um, love poems, right? But what's burning in your heart and your soul is a desire to write poems about grief or what's burning in your soul to make uh, food-wise is different uh, tarts. <laughs> I don't know. I get the idea, right? And I believe that it's like a reclamation of the truth of our heart, of our authentic truth of what does our soul feels feel like it wants to bring forth. Um, I work with a lot of women to write their own books and write their proposals and, and go through that process. And one of the things I always say is that, you know, a book is like your master's degree with the divine, right? It's like, what do you, what does your soul at this point in your evolutionary juncture feel called to bring forth and share with the world? And then, yes, you can meet that. You can meet what is my soul called to feel forth within what is the container, what is the, you know, what is the energy of the collective that's meeting that, right? 
So it's like, oh yeah, I feel called to create tarts and right now we're in the summer season, so I'm going to use fruits and berries from the summer season, right? Or I feel called to create these meditations and right now people are really stressed about X, Y, and Z, so I'm going to, you know, merge that, right, with the collective, but it's starting from that really authentic heart-centered place, what do I feel called to bring forth? Of, And I really believe it's our creativity and our creative expression that will ultimately save us, will ultimately um, allow us to keep evolving and growing as a soul, will ultimately lead us to fulfillment and joy and happiness, will ultimately lead us to finding our tribe because we're putting it out there in a way of how we are. And I, I say that, and it comes in so many different levels. If your creative expression is gardening, then maybe you join a community garden club, right? Or maybe you just get on online forums of different plants in California or wherever you're located, right? But when we're following that natural creative urge, we also find our people. We find our tribe because we're finding the people, the souls that also incarnated that are lit up by similar things than we are. And it feels really organic and it effortlessly flows. And I think what happens for so many of us right now is we've stifled it. We've blocked it off. We've put ourselves in these boxes of this is the thing that I need to do to make money or this is the thing that society is telling me they want from me or my friend group or my family group is saying what they want from me. And can we break out of that? Can we allow ourselves to, yeah, you can still have your nine to five job and garden on the side. You can have, you can be a, a coach like me and, and do pottery because it's part of your creative expression. We are so multifaceted and you know, that's a, just a whole other thing I think is part of honoring our creative truth is honoring the, how natural it is for us to be so multifaceted. And this is something when I work with people that are starting their own businesses um, and something that I was actually, I'm thinking of doing a kind of uh, VIP mastermind kind of session on around like multifaceted branding, right? And owning your personal brand in that multifaceted way because we've again been sold this prescription that says you have to do one thing, right? You have to just just know your lane. And that works for some people, right? For some people that that th their creativity thrives on that. If you give them a lane and a direction where they're like, okay, you're the, you're the pottery person, <laughs> right? And the, all they want to talk about is pottery and maybe a specific kind of pottery or whatnot. They really thrive from just going deep on that one angle. But I think more of us and probably a lot of you that are listening to this resonate with my energy for sure. We're more multifaceted than that. I mean, I paint randomly. I'm not a good painter. I have no interest in selling my paintings. I don't even display half my paintings. My paintings are just for fun. I also write poetry. I find it very soothing, right? I also don't need to share that poetry. And if the day comes, maybe I will. Whereas I have other creative art forms, right? Like this podcast, like the books that I write or the meditations are different than my acting, being on camera. There are a bunch of different creative forms that... I do feel called to share that feels more um, outwardly pressing, but we are 
also multifaceted. And I think the more that we can just allow that creative, the creativity is the divine moving through us, right? When you talk, when you hear like artists talk about their muse, um, it is, it is the way of the divine. I think, you know, here we are on divine downloads. I think it is the ultimate divine download is our creative urges, is our creative ideas. Um, and the more we can authentically express those in all of the ways that they want to come through. And like I said, sometimes it'll come through and you'll feel called to sell your artwork. You'll feel called to create an offering and that's beautiful too. And sometimes it'll be just for you. And sometimes when I create the most magnificent dinners and they're just for me and my husband, they're the most like soul healing and nourishing, right? And sometimes when I create things and hundreds of thousands of people get to see them and enjoy them and benefit from them, that also is incredibly soul nourishing, right? But there's no like either or black or white. I think that's the message I want to get through um, with this new moon in Leo and the Venus retrograde is just what is that thing? I firmly believe if you're listening to this, you've had that creative urge kind of piping in probably for a while now. You probably know exactly the creative project that's coming up for you. And can you, with this new moon in Leo, courageously take a step forward with that? Can you start writing the book? Can you, you know, start painting stuff? Can you open up the Etsy shop if that's, you know, what you feel called to do? Can you start, you know, can you buy a journal just for your poetry? Um what is whatever the creative thing that wants to come forth and can you do actually take some grounded action that's going to start opening up that momentum um because i really believe creativity is not creativity is taught to us as this kind of like extracurricular like add-on bonus thing like <laughs> um but it's not it is fundamental to our mental health to our soul satisfaction to our happiness and I firmly believe it links directly the the way that the divine moves through us in creative flow links directly to our soul's purpose here and what we're here to express and the energy that we're here to bring and the message that we're here to bring at this time on earth um so I really really um really want to get that across and you're going to see that Spoiler alert, I think you're going to see that as a theme in a lot more of my work because I really believe we're going through a creative renaissance. I think we're going through um, a, a, a time right now where our souls are awakening more and more and wanting to put us on that path and using our creative inspiration and our creative um, endeavors to do that. So I... I am doing a few things to honor this Leo New Moon, the first of which I am, I'll put a link in my bio too. I've been really, I've been thinking about this for a while and I'm like, no, it's the time we're doing it on this new moon. Um, I'm going to launch Cassandra's Creative Hours. It's going to be a virtual Zoom date um, where you'll get the opportunity to actually put your creative time on the calendar will be live on Zoom. It'll be a group of us. Um, it's going to go for 90 minutes, so you can make sure you get at least an hour of creative time or an hour and a half 
we'll kick off and we'll all kind of, um, if you want to, you can introduce yourself and share what you're working on for that added accountability. And then we'll do a 30 minute creative stride. And after that 30 minutes, there'll be the option if you want to keep going. If you're in flow, then you could, you know, mute, keep your camera off, keep going. If you want to take a little break or you feel like you have a block or something you want to share, I'll be there, do some live spot coaching to help us move through any creative blocks. And then we'll pop back on for another half an hour creative stride. And then at the end, you'll have the option to just, you know, keep running with it if you're in good flow. Or you can walk away knowing that like you showed up that at least for this hour and a half, once a week, you show up for your creative project, you show up for writing your book proposal, you show up for creating content and you show up for even if you put us on and you're painting or writing poetry or redesigning something in your house right it's really I think what happens for us is we don't value creativity enough in our culture we don't value the fruits of that labor so we don't put it on the calendar we, the same way we put on like a dentist appointment or the same way we put on a zoom call with someone from work or whatnot and so if you're interested in signing up for Cassandra's creative hours. I'm going to put the form below. The form is not a commitment. It's just an interest statement to share a little bit about what you'd be working on, what your availability is time-wise, and then I will reach out to everyone directly and we'll find a time that works for all of us um, to get going and to really create that space where we can show up for a creative work um, together every week and you can have that accountability on the things that matter to your heart, which I think is so um, deeply lacking for so many of us and so easy to just keep pushing it aside. And sometimes we need that. I know when um, part of how I was inspired to do this was when I was writing uh, one of my books, I found a another like authors group that I joined and we did a similar kind of thing and I want to open it up to any creative not just authors but um, it was helpful because I know if I did nothing else I showed up for that and I got that done um, and I met other friends through that group and then we would do our own pop-up hour and it was, it was just great you had that like accountability that someone cared that you showed up for your creative endeavors um, and so I really want to uh, pass that on as well so check it out below the other thing that I'm just putting out there and also to give you guys some ideas something I've been really called to create for a while that I'm finally um, going to start doing is Substack I know some of you guys probably already heard of Substack Substack is um, it's kind of like a, a writer's newsletter where you get these um, I would say mini chapters or mini um, articles of different things, depending on what Substack, what subscription it is. And there is a free option and a subscriber option. And the thing I really love about this, and I want to encourage you guys that are writers, I'll put a link to um, not only my Substack, but you can also to join Substack <laughs> if you want to do this for yourself. Because um, the fact that they offer this paid subscription things. You could charge people like uh, $11 a month or $5 a month or $2 a month or whatever it is, $25 a month. It doesn't matter. Is It helps you create this community of people that really care what you're talking about. And when I was really thinking about as someone that has grown, you know, such a big audience over the years, 
one of the things that as it's gone bigger has made me want to keep certain things more private is that I'm sure that there are a lot of people that listen and read and find my work that may not have my highest good at heart, right? And so having just that small subscription fee that they offer for me is such a freeing gift for writers because even if you only have, let's say, five people at first signing up for your subscription, you can put out work that is deeply personal to your heart and know that the people that are receiving it actually care so much to hear about what you have to say about whatever it is you're moving through. Like mine's, of course, going to be a lot. It's called uh, Compulsively Creative and Divinely Designed. And it's going to be all about my, you know, my spiritual journey and my creative journey and all the different things that are happening. And I'm really excited for it as an opportunity to talk about things deeply personal that I wouldn't feel comfortable just sending out to the tens of thousands of people on my newsletter list or putting out on a podcast or an Instagram post that literally anyone in the world could take and replicate and do whatever. So I think there is um, a real creative gift if any writers are listening in Substack where it offers you this intimate approach to sharing your art and you could use it for poetry or for even fiction work or for whatever it is um, to have this you know even if someone is only paying two dollars a month or five dollars a month or eleven dollars a month like not a big amount of money the fact that they're willing to pay even just a little bit to specifically receive this from you I feel like lets you know that they're they're personally interested, right? And I think we're in this era right now of so many people that are um are, you know, the men in the stands or the women in the stands, like people that are actually not on the ground floor, not in the mud, not creating, not putting themselves out there, not being vulnerable, not, you know, doing all this and just trying to run their mouths <laughs> on people that are really being vulnerable and really putting themselves out there in their work. And so I am in no way like affiliated with Substack other than having a Substack. But um, I love the idea of it because I think it is you're getting other people that are invested in you and care about you and so there is a layer for any of you guys that have been worried about that or feel like oh I can't fully share my sacred poetry or I can't fully share this because I'm scared that you know it's going to get into like devious internet troll hands um I think there's you know a certain level of stuff where we do have to push through courageously and share it with the world and share a message and I think um, Substack and different things like this, I'm sure there are other things that exist, but different things like this, like I think even on Instagram now they have, uh, you can do subscriptions or something like that. That financial barrier is not just about like the creator making that extra cash, right? It's also creating a barrier of people that you know are really for you and that are an advocate for your work and that... Um, I think creates a level of intimacy that you're able to share things like I'm really looking forward um, to being able to share things with my subscribers that I would not 
feel comfortably just publicly having out in the open. Um, so anyway, I think those those are both two things. If you feel called to either of them are great. New moon in Leo kickoffs, you know, you can fill out the, the form with your interest in creative hours. If you're interested in that, you can join your own sub stack, you know, start your own sub stack. Um, and also ask yourself, what is that creative thing that's been on your heart? And, and for you, what is the right first step? So let's like take that first step together on this Leo new moon or whenever you're listening to this, because whenever you're listening to it is the time where your soul is really calling you to take that first creative step. So, and also for all of my Divinely Design Your Life process members, of course, we'll be doing a special new moon ritual on courageous creativity um, inside the process on the 16th. Of August and um, the link for that also is below in divinely design your life the process thank you so much for listening to me um, I love sharing divine downloads with you and I will talk to you soon